Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yep. Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother well, well, well. looks like we're back folks we're live and we're ready for the premiere of big brother as it just happened pretty incredible stuff you know what i'm gonna tell you i really like this cast I really, really do. I think we've got some good good potential candidates. It looks like a lot of people want to win the money. Thank God. How long has it been since people have not wanted to win the money? I think it was the last season where everybody came together as a conglomerate and wanted Derek to win because he's just a swell guy and he has a kid. So, you know, finally we're getting the cast. It looks like everybody's really, really, really willing to play, and, and I'm excited about it, you know. Jason was surprising tonight. You know, I mean, when's that second HOH competition? If you're just now kind of coming around, or a lot of people are going to listen to this to archives tomorrow after they get up in the morning. And a lot of people on the West Coast don't have the opportunity to know what I already know. I feel like I'm very powerful. You should, too, if you're on the East Coast. East Coast is the best coast. But we've met everybody, okay, at this point. You know, we're talking Liz, John, Jason, Vanessa, Devon. You know, we've met them all. And, and there's some that are very stereotypical cast people that they normally would do. Some were a little surprising. Um, but, you know, we've got first takes as, these, as this premiere begins. You know, we have a two-night premiere, and we're starting to get our take and our feel on people. Certain people that I do like, certain people that I don't like already. My God, can Devon be any more wrong on a constant basis? Hopefully I'm saying that right. She's wrong every time she talks about something and not, not believe in somebody or, yeah, okay, pal, whatever. Come on. She is, she's been wrong the whole entire time. She doesn't believe Audrey's stories. She doesn't believe, you know, uh, Jason's story. She doesn't believe John's story that he's a dentist. Of course, he looks pretty young for a dentist. But, I mean, just nailing everything wrong. And I'm really nervous that this girl's a poker player dealer, a poker game dealer, because it's like, how can you be more wrong and have a game of strategy that you play and deal for every day? And um, <laughs> I just every time she opens her mouth, I'm like, wrong, wrong, wrong. But, uh, you know, it's an interesting cast. I really like everybody for the most part. I got to be honest, Jason gets on my nerves a little bit. I think it, it, I just think he's a little too animated, and I think it's going to get him in trouble. I think it's funny for a little while. 
and I think it's it's fun for a little while, but then as as the weeks progress, you're going to grind on people. You're going to get on everybody's nerves. And the big twist of the night, actually being that two amazing race uh, contestants were going to going to join the cast, um, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, I, I like Jeff and Jackie. I liked them in their season. I thought they had a really good uh, season. You know, Jackie seems like she would kind of be one of those people that would be on the show and would be annoying and would be, you know, kind of, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do anything I don't want to do. She kind of seemed bitchy. Pardon me, but it's what she kind of comes out sounding like. But at the end of the day, you know, in the Amazing Race, she was willing to do everything. She was willing to get her hands dirty. She was willing to fight to win. And I think she's going to be a great addition to this cast. Now, I think some of the problem that you have right now is that the game, and an interesting aspect of it is that everybody in the beginning is usually really cautious. And I don't find this with this cast. I really don't find a cautious cast coming in. I find people that are wanting to compete, people that are wanting to win, even Jason, who's a fan, you know, kind of the taboo thing is to win that first HOH. And I really think, personally, the only time you should really go for that HOH is when you're the odd man out, when you know that you're quirky. And maybe Jason gets it. I, I don't think he does. But McRae, you know, that type of thing, where you kind of come in and you look around and you go, okay, I'm, I'm one person that's with my style and with my maybe the way I act. I, I feel very different from everyone else. I feel like a little bit of a, of a character in this group. I need to win the HOH to keep myself safe because I'm obviously going to be a huge target, you know. Um, and so I think it's I think it's important that, you know, guys like that do and girls like that do win that first HOH. But I'm really surprised that, that he felt like it was that important, being that, you know, you, when you watch, you know, being an HOH is not always the best bet. I mean, you really want to do that towards the end. You really want to turn on the afterburners towards the end of the season and not really towards the beginning of the season. And I get it with people who don't really watch the game. Um, I'm going under the assumption that James, I can't remember if he's somebody that was a watcher. I don't believe that he was. But, you know, he gets up there and he, he, he goes after it, you know, and he wins that first HOH uh, for the first group that came in. And he had no fear. And, you know, I feel the same way with Austin. And I really like Austin, actually. Austin's probably the guy. There's a couple that I really like, and I really like Austin. I don't know what it is. I think – Obviously, he's going to be a physical presence, but I think that he's intelligent, and I think he can fool a lot of people uh, that way. I think he seems to know when to say stuff, when to not say stuff. Uh, part of being a wrestler is being able to play a role, playing a part, playing a heel or playing a hero, and I think it's huge. I think that's a huge advantage for him coming in that he's already got some character training, and it would be interesting to see what character he really betrays. He kind of seems like he's going to play – a little bit of a gentle giant at the moment. And I don't think that's a bad idea. But eventually, you know, when you're, what's a guy like 6'5", eventually people are going to notice your stature and they're going to be a little nervous when it comes down to you not being on their alliance. The other thing I thought was interesting, too, was that alliances were starting to kind of be formed. You know, Audrey uh, formed an alliance and, you know, it's the girls' alliance. We'll see how it goes. We always know these girls' alliances have a, have a hard time getting past uh, a certain level. And it, it usually revolves around showmances. And a lot of times showmances get in the way of a really good girls' alliance. And we and we need one. It's been said, it's been said, it's been said. We absolutely do need a good girls' alliance. I'd like to see one that goes really far, maybe to the end, because lately I feel like a lot of the winners have been weaker and a lot of maybe the alliances for the females have been weaker, alliances where they're kind of being used. And I think a good, strong female alliance is very, very important. So 
hopefully, you know, this it's a three it's a three girl alliance. I can't remember. I believe, and you know, somebody can call in and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I believe it's uh, Devon, Audrey, and Shelley uh, that do have the original female alliance, and. We'll see. Hopefully they will be good. I think Jackie's a good girl for them to bring into that. Uh, you can't do it with three. You're going to need about four. Um, and I saw the guys' alliance start to to take hold um, with Jace and uh, uh, Austin and Clay. And that's a good, solid guys' alliance. I mean, they're all very physical, but they need probably a little bit more brain in that group. It's a lot of physical, you know. Look, Jace is somebody I got to be honest with you. He's got the long hair. He's the Hayden 2.0 guy. I got to be honest. I just don't think that he's coming across the right way. I think he's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. You know, you don't meet women for the first time, call them sweetheart. You don't abbreviate people's states when you meet them. You just don't act like you're right in there with them. You, you kind of learn to meet them, warm up to them, and, and get to know them. And I think he's a little bit too far ahead of where he needs to be as far as his his overness on how he talks to some of the house guests. And I think he's going to rub some of the women the wrong way. I just have a feeling he seems like he might be a bit of a bit of a, a, a aggressor when it comes down to maybe women he likes or whatever. I could see him kind of pushing hard. So we're going to see, you know, these are all just first-time impressions, but I really just don't get a good one off of him. I really think that the, that the people that are going to have the hardest time in this game, and, I, and I, you know what, I'm, I'm wrong on first impressions very often. Very few times have I been right. But I'm going to tell you, and, few, and a lot of times I have been right. So I'm, I'm 50-50, I'm telling you. I don't like Jace. I don't like, uh, I think Devon's going to get herself in trouble. I, I, I just have a feeling her paranoia towards everybody's story and everything somebody says is going to be a danger for her later. I think she's going to have a hard time in an alliance because she just simply will not trust anyone. And you know how it is. In an alliance, you've got to trust but verify, but at the same time, trust is a very important part of that verify. I mean, you have to trust people to a certain extent. And when you go into a group like she has uh, with two other people that want to align with you, you take it and run with it. I've always said any alliance that you can get, get it. Worry about what you're going to do with it later. But – you get into the alliance, and, and to not believe what people are telling you in that alliance is just kind of like, you know, I, I, you know, roll with it for the first week. You know, you don't you don't know everything, and dude could be a dentist. He ended up being a dentist. You're, you're doubting everything everybody's saying, and those kind of people really do go home first because they actually end up making themselves so paranoid that they start making accusations and they start confronting people on things that they thought they said and heard. And that just ends up being bad for everybody, and it's bad for your game. I mean, it's great entertainment for us. Don't get me wrong. I am on board. Get upset all you want to and believe whoever you want to believe is talking about you. But it's going to end up being a stupid game move, and I see her doing that just because of her paranoia. Um, and so, you know, that's that's the way I see it. That's the way I'm going. You know, the, the, the um, Amazing Race people being added in, I think it's great. I have no issues with it. You know, I told you guys before, a lot of people get upset that there's going to be you know, people that are um, recruits onto this thing. Recruits are always going to be a part of this. They want people who don't know the game. They want people originally uh, that are uh, genuinely surprised when they get a twist or when they get a prize or when they win. They want genuine excitement and they want genuine gameplay. And the only way you can really honestly get that is to get people who have never played the game before. The result sometimes is, the the con of that is that sometimes you get people who, tend to back off and not really play or play really too hard early 
and they go home. This could be the case a lot, but you know, I think I think recruits are actually somewhat helpful, and I think at times they actually add a lot of eye candy to keep things entertained. So recruits are not bad, um, and I do think we definitely have some, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I, you know, I, I wish it was all super fans, but like I said in my broadcast last week, super fans have been really bad at this game at times. I mean, you know, your Will, your Will Housers, your you know, uh, Nicole's. I'm sorry, I know Nicole people. People love Nicole. Nicole was awful. You know, there's just fans of this game that get in there, and they're fans of the reality aspect of it, and they're not fans of the game strategy aspect of it. And they get in that house, and they freeze up. And so you've got to really be careful about not wanting some type of recruitment in that house. Um, and obviously the Amazing Race people, to tie back in, are obviously recruited people. Whether they've seen the game, probably not. Um they don't seem to know a whole lot about it walking in. And, and you know, I'm really confused why they didn't just say that they had, you know, if it were me and, and I'd have come in, we're going to take some calls, and if, if you want to call in, feel free. Uh, you know, it's going to be one of those crazy nights because it's the first night kickoff. But you want to call in, call in, 917-889-7084. But, you know, one of the things that I find interesting is that as these amazing race people are coming in, they're really not sure of how to play this game. And I think it's going to be a target on the back. I think they're going to have some problems. They obviously are competitive. I don't think they're going to know how to play the strategy game very right. But I'm, I'm glad that they're there. I think it's great that they're there. They at least are are somewhere scripted into their reality show of things. And maybe we'll get a little drama. Um, on to the other twists that we actually, on, on the page, if you guys go onto Facebook and you are bored and you want to do everybody a huge favor, Please, 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 please go on and type in Big Brother After Show and like us. You're going to get all the links for the shows. You can see back episodes from last season if you want to see them. If you miss an episode of ours and you're going to give me that time, please go in there, click on the old episodes, whatever. But what it does is it allows you to see when when we're going to be posting that stuff. Also, one of the things that was on this season as we were getting prepared for it was a lot of spoilers were on that page. And some of them ended up being right, and some of them ended up, most of them ended up being wrong. Who am I kidding? Let's be real. Most of them ended up being wrong, which we know. But there's a lot of enjoyment in in just speculating on spoilers. Um, I'm sticking with the fact that I think that every week two past house guests are going to come in, and they're going to play a twist from their season. And I think that's going to get people back familiar with All-Stars coming up next season. I do think All-Stars, folks, if we've ever been closer to an All-Stars, I really feel like it is now. And I think that this cast is going to be pretty good just from the outside perspective of it first night, first two nights. I think it's going to be a really good cast. I think they put together a good good group of people. They all look like they want to win. They all look like they want to play. There's a, there's a lot of people that seem like they're going to be selfish enough to really go after it. And if we get entertainment, it's going to be great. Now, part of these old twists that come in, and that's just my guess, okay, one of the things that we busted on our site was that there was going to be twins entering the game. Now, you can go back. It's documented. It was weeks. It was about two weeks before the show started. We found information about Liz having a twin. Liz Nolan has an exact identical twin. What's interesting is that several of them have twins, okay? Uh, in fact, the dentist has an identical twin. Found that out, snooping around. He also has an identical twin, but his identical twin is active on Twitter and has taken over his brother's account. So I don't think that's the twin twist that's coming into this. What we discovered was that Liz Nolan, the blonde that came in tonight, um, 
She's a petite girl. She basically has an identical twin named uh, Julia. And Julia and her are, I'm 100% sure, well, 99.9, that they're going to be the ones that are going to be switching places. Uh, Mainly because of this. Uh, Going through finding out that she had a twin sister, uh, one of the things that I did was, of course, you know, snoop around a little bit. You find the twin sister's name. You go to the twin sister's Twitter account, and the Twitter account's closed down. Julia's Twitter's closed down. Liz's Twitter's closed down. They closed them down on the same day. If you've got a twin sister and you're a big brother, you know you're going to ask that sister to run your, your Twitter for you. With both of them being locked down, I think it's a slam dunk that Liz's twin sister is the twin that's going to play. And I'm okay with it. People are upset about it. I'm okay with it. But, listen, you're going to get entertainment. I know you don't like it, and it's like, oh, you guys, you already did that one time. Look, they did Bow the Block. We're going to go into that. But they've done a lot of things again and again and again. They did, listen, Golden Power Vita was a twist in season three. And look where we are now. We're still using it. Don't don't mistake that twist won't end up being part of the game from here on out. They can be, and they often are, and it has evolved in the game. So the twin thing, I think, is a great twist. I don't think it's a big deal. The all old school fans like me, uh, Miss Chicago, Mr. California, all these all these twists. I mean, it, it's one of those things where we have seen them before, and I know that it feels like it. But why not? Why not do some old twist again? Season uh, four had. Uh, a twist where exes were coming in, ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends. Let me tell you something. That's a great idea. And if they want to do it again, I'm on board for it. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great twist. I think it's a great casting twist, which is what the season needs now. It needs more cast twist and not game twist, okay? It needs more things that mess with the cast, not things that mess with the game. The game's fine. The game's perfect the way that it was, although they are messing with it. But it, it, even if you leave the game in this form as it is now, it's a perfect game. It's, it's fine. It's, it, we all love it. You don't really need to twist the game, but you've got to twist the, the contestants. You've got to twist the social aspect of the game up and throw these guys off of their mark in a social setting. You know, exes in the house, uh, unfinished business, rivals, um, you know, things that go on and on. There's DNA. Somebody's related in the house. Somebody knew each other before they got in the house. Who is it? Those things always create paranoia and always create really great games. And so I'm, I'm okay with the, twist, uh, the twin twist that they're going to do, and, and obviously we're going to see more. Um, but my belief is, and I, like I said, I could be wrong. I know we're definitely getting a twin twist. But my belief is, is that to prepare people for All-Stars, each week we may see past vets from seasons coming in and playing uh, their twist from their season. Uh, so, and probably, you know, seasons that didn't have a twist, like season 10, you know Dan's going to put his head through there somehow. But season 10, if we don't have a twist, which it was back to basics and we didn't, uh, you know, you may just see, you know, a couple of either celebrities or guest players come in. But anyway, that's my thought on what the twist is going to be week to week, and I think it might be an interesting spin. Like I said, I don't know if that means that every week these people that come back get to play for a week. And I've got to touch on that because if that is true, and I'm, I can't verify that it is, but if it is true that two past house guests are going to come in week to week and, and introduce the twist from their season, I would like to see those two people play for the week. I mean, play for HOH, play for Battle of the Block, uh, put their boats in. You know, it would really, really throw off the game, and especially with a big alliance that could happen, and it's always a threat to happen, one of the things that I think is the worst possible scenario for the game. Uh, you know, 
two players coming in that are past players playing for the week would be awesome. I think it would be a really, really fun revolve around the game. And from my understanding, there's still some people that are being uh, sequestered. I don't know if that's true, but I have heard that there are still two more people sequestered and that they're going to let them come in later. Now, whether or not that's true, I don't know. Um, But, look, this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. I like the twin twist. I like what's going on right now. But I, I want to talk to I've got two callers that are on. Uh, so I want to get to them. And I want to talk to them about what they think about the Battle of the Block, because this is huge. Um, Battle of the Block used last year was not popular. There's no way, shape, and form you can tell me that Battle of the Block was popular last year. It was not a fan favorite. In fact, it's basically talked about as being an awful, awful idea. And these folks want to come on here and tell us that it's a fan favorite. What who, what fan are they counting? Because every fan that I count, there's like one or two that's like, oh, no, it was okay. There's 90% of the fans out there couldn't stand the Battle of the Block. And they brought it back. I just, I don't know. I've got to go to some callers out here, and I've got to find out. But before we do that, folks, you know what we have to do? We have to pay for things. We have to get some advertisement going to kind of keep the lights on and keep this thing going. So if you would, stay with us. We'll be back. It takes a minute, 30 seconds, I swear. We're coming right back. We'll probably do, I think, I think we're only slotted for an hour tonight, so we'll get through it pretty quickly. Stay tuned, folks. This is the Big Brother After Show with your host, Sam. I'll be right back. Big Brother began as a social experiment. It's genius. It became a summer phenomenon. There's always a twist. There's always a turn. Strangers living in a house cut off from the outside world. One could go crazy. 90 microphones record their every word. You never know who's listening. 76 cameras watch their every move 24-7. And that's just the beginning. Because this summer, there'll be twist after twist and twist. Expect the unexpected. TV 10 hosts, Big Brother. Season premiere, CBS Wednesday, June 25th. Hey, Thirst, can I try out a few Coke summer sound effects on you? Cool. You okay with this? And this? And what about this? Ha! Gotcha there, Thirst. That wasn't sound effects. That was a Coke. I'm no longer thirsty. You're so out of here. Coca-Cola, open happiness. show i just watch it i wish i did hey look things would be a lot better i feel like if i wrote the show but you know that's just me stroking my ego but listen every year we have callers and sometimes you have callers that are a staple of the show and i have two in particular of course everybody knows miss chicago mr california and typically i have some type of like intro music that goes into them and everything like that and i might be able to do it after i find out who the first caller is but because I don't remember numbers, I'm not sure who's who. So I'm going with whoever was on hold the longest. And 
I, I, it could be neither one of them, honestly. It could be you if you call in, 917-889-7084. Let me know what you think about Battle of the Block. It's kind of the big topic right now. That's what's blowing up the Internet. So I'm just going to go right now to my friend in the area code, a 925, which I believe is California. Is this Mr. California? Yes, it is. All right, Mr. California back. Can't wait. Let me tell you guys something. Mr. California spread the word all over Facebook. He is better than a billboard. The guy just goes out there, he humps it, he puts it all out there. People are excited and interesting. And we're building a fan base just because of what you did, and I want to say I appreciate it. But I also wanted to get your take on what, what you think about Battle of the Block. Are you upset that it's back? Are you happy that it's back? What do you think? Can I just say something? Sure. <laughs> I think I think Battle of the Block is to Big Brother what Nicki Minaj and Justin Bieber and Little Wing did for music. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take a guess that you think it's ruining it. Yeah. <laughs> now, so you're not excited to see it back. Or were you surprised when they announced that it was going to be the twist? Yeah, I wanted to just the time, just like the time when Donnie got evicted before Victoria. I wanted to rip all my hair out. Right. <laughs> so what do you, let me tell you. Let me let me ask you. What do you think about the new cast? Are, do you like the new cast? Is there anything about the new cast you don't like? I mean, how do you feel about okay, the cast so, so far? I haven't seen the the recent episode because I'm on a different t- uh, coast. That's you right. Are. You're on Pacific. Yeah, that's right. But. But the first episode, I liked, I really, you know what Jace kind of reminds me of? Jace Who? reminds me of Caleb and, and Hayden. Mixed together. Yeah, he reminds me of a, yeah. a hybrid of Caleb and Hayden. Yeah, I can see that, sure. Yeah, do you, I and, mean, do you think do you think that he's going to play as, do you think he's going to play as well as Caleb, or do you think he's going to play as bad as Hayden? Probably even worse than Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> he does seem to he does seem to struggle uh, already in the house. He he seems to like to uh, use a lot of words that, towards the women, you know, calling them sweetheart and everything. And I think that's fine, but I think it's a little early when you first meet somebody to kind of go there. Um, yeah. Now, what do you think about the What do you think about the twin twist? Are you excited about that, or do you think that it's it's just a repeat of something old and you're not interested? You know, it's funny because I haven't seen the original season that had that, so it's pretty new to me. Yeah. Well, if they do it anything like they did in that season, it was season five, and basically they had a a set of twins, and literally every couple of hours they would switch out, and they basically had, I think, something like ridiculous. It was like five minutes to exchange information. And, of course, they were identical, so nobody could tell them apart. And as they would go and switch out, they would switch out in the diary room when they would call her in for diary. She would go in and they would switch to, the, to, their, to her twin. They would share information really quickly and put the same clothes on, and she would swap clothes with her, and she would go out and have to play the game as if she was her sister. And this went on for a couple of weeks, and they actually did make it to the point where the twin was able to play as well. And I don't, wow. think, they fared very, I don't think they did very well after that point. Uh, but, you know, but... You know, it's an interesting aspect of it. I mean, you know, it looks like they're going to try it again. And I think it's – I think, you know what, we need a little bit of drama. We need entertainment. The last couple of seasons, to me, have not been very entertaining. I think this is going to help things. I mean, could you see it being helpful, or you think it's going to make the game worse? I think it's going to make it interesting. 
I think I, I so, personally. too. I do, can too. I, can I think that um, that Jace is now the new specimen you were talking about last year with Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, what, do, also, what do you think... What do you think about the Amazing Race people coming in? Do you think that's a good idea or bad or what? You know what? I love those two. Those two are my favorite team. Really? Yeah. So you're excited. So you think Jackie and Jeff are going to play really well? Or do you think they'll struggle? Yeah, I hope hope they do because, you know, I was like, I was really liking them because they they were just so happy to be in the race, you know, and it's like they're very likable. Yes, I agree. I think Jackie's going to play really hard. I think she's going to try to win. I I think she's going to be one of the toughest female competitors that we've seen in a long time. Can you see that in her? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I, I, I just have a feeling she's going to play hard. I have a feeling she's going to go after it, and she's going to want to win that money. And And I think she's an intelligent woman. I think that she can probably manipulate some people. And some of the guys in the house, I think she's going to probably manipulate manipulate a couple of them. And I think she's going to get pretty far. Now, that's just my early guess. I, I really do think that Jackie's got what it takes. Jeff seems a little bit more uh, laid back, um, and I think that probably he'll end up being threatening to the guys, though he could end up in an alliance. But it looks like we're seeing two alliances form. I know you saw yesterday's episode, and I'm sure that you saw – where we saw three guys talking uh, together, and they didn't really form an alliance, but they seemed to be getting at it. And then we saw the mm-hmm. females go ahead and make an alliance. Do you think uh-huh. Do you think these alliances are going to last, or do you think they're just ridiculous this early? I mean, do you make one this early, or do you just play it cool? Well, you got to remember. Remember when um, the brigade was where it was um, Enzo and Aiden and I forgot their other names, Matt and what's his face. Matt and Lane, that? yeah, Lane, yeah. Oh, Lane, yeah, yeah. So three of them made it to the final three, and Matt got cut off at seven because he was seen as a threat. Right. You know, he was seen yeah, as a strategic it, threat. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and he, you know, a lot of people think he deserves another chance. I'd like to see Lane come back. I thought Lane was, a, was just a fun player to watch. He wasn't great. I mean, he threw a lot of competitions, but the guy was a lot of fun to watch. Um, so all in all, Give me your first. Give me your impression so far. I know you haven't seen the second one, but you, do you have a feeling this is going to be a good season? Yeah, much better than the last season. If if a bunch of them aren't a bunch of cheats. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, and that's what I'm kind of hoping. I'm kind of hoping that these two alliances kind of work out because I I just hate this eight person, nine, ten person alliance. You know, it's like you get a you get ten wolves together to hunt six sheep. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you know, at some point, you know, it's going to change around. And I know they try to do it Battle of the Block, but all that's going to happen in Battle of the Block is the two HOHs are going to make a deal. One's going to put up a strong group, and the other one's going to put up a weak group. And the strong group, you know, the weak group's going to be their target. So it's one of those things where it's going to be – I think it's still going to be able to be manipulated. I don't think they're getting rid of that problem. But I like to see, you know – Season six was great to me, and a lot of people ask me why I like season six. The season six cast was really good, but what I liked about season six, Mr. California, was that season six involved two large alliances going after each other with pure dislike for one another. I mean, wow. the Sovereign Six and the Friendship go at it in season six, and they just cannot stand each other, and it made for a great season. And I really, really, really think.
think that if we get two good alliances here that are willing to fight against each other, that this season is going to be really good. I, I think it could be. And Wasn't so, that the you season with Kesar? I'm sorry? Wasn't that the season with Kesar? Yes, that was Kesar's season. He came back for All-Star in seven. But, yeah, that was Kesar, that was Janelle, uh, James Ryan, all those folks. Uh, of course. I hated the winner of that season. I hated her. Maggie, you know, Maggie was a good winner, but not the not the choice. I think, you know, Janelle. A lot of people want Janelle to win that season, but I gotta be honest with you, Janelle's got a great competitive game, but I just think her social game is not very strong, and it cost no. her. In my opinion, it always cost her because she's so willing to to burn a bridge with somebody, and it's gonna cost her votes when she gets to the end anyway. But. Maggie was a weak winner. A bet might have been even a better winner, but I agree with you. I rank Maggie and I kind of rank Maggie and Jordan kind of low. What's that? I thought it was Yvette that was the winner. No, no, it was Maggie. Maggie did win that season. Uh-huh. So, so, yeah, so listen, man, I got to run to the next call. I want to tell you how much I appreciate I, you. Yeah, go ahead. I know you want to fire off. What you want to say? There's one thing I want to say about – Audrey and Devon. You know, I yes, really admire ahead. Audrey for coming out and, and saying that she's a transgender woman, you know? Absolutely. I really admire her Absolutely. That. Yeah, and, you know, and I, I think on that point, before I let you go on that point, I think it took a lot for CBS production to, to do that. I think Big Brother, the production, the casting, I think it was a big deal for them to, to take that, that stand and make that choice to put her on. And I think it was huge. I think it's going to make more people tune in and be interested in the cast. But I just want to throw that in. Go ahead. You want to say something about Devon? I, I, I'm really surprised she's there because she has a seven-month-old child. I mean, come on. It's like yeah. she's a seven-month-old kid. Yeah, there is a lot of talk on Facebook and whatnot that it is, you know, she shouldn't have gone, that she has a young child and whatnot. And I do understand that. I agree. I <laughs> But you know what? I mean, her circumstances for money may trump, you know, being there for three months. I mean, nothing really is that more important. But to some people, you know, they see that half a million dollars and they think it's worth it to try to improve their child's life. She's a poker dealer. It can't be that bad of a life. I mean, I'm sure she works in Vegas, if I'm not not mistaken. But, I mean, you know, you've got to be making pretty good money, you know, getting tips from, from poker players. I mean, these guys are making millions of dollars. They're tipping you something. So, I don't know that her income's her income's really that bad. You got to be pretty trusted to be a poker dealer, and you're yeah, getting tipped pretty well usually. So I, I I see your point. Hey Tim, I got a question to ask you. Sure, fire away. Okay, um, could you send me the link to the show when you have a chance? Yes, I sure will. All right. right then I'll you got it, man. I will put it over Facebook. I'll put it over group. So. <laughs> Yeah, I will do it, man. Well, I'll send you the link every week, buddy. All right, thank you. All right, Mr. California. Hey, man, we appreciate it. Thanks so much for being on. And uh, we will talk to you next Thursday, okay? All right, most definitely. Okay, pal. We'll talk to you later. Hey, that's Mr. California, one of my favorite people. He calls in very inf- – let me tell you something, though, about this guy before I go to my next caller. If you want to talk to somebody who knows something about Survivor, that's your man, okay? You want to talk about Survivor, that's your man. Because he knows everything about Survivor. I mean, he is the guru master Survivor. Okay? And if he wants to, I don't I don't put names out there because, you know, Facebook is a cruel place. People 
jump on you, or either they boost your ego. Listen, I don't need Mr. California going to another show because everybody boosts his ego about how great he is. But, you know, I, people just don't want you to know who they are when they call in, and I don't do that to you guys. I, all I'm going to do is just say your your area code, and, and you know, you know your, hopefully you know your area code. You wouldn't believe how so many people don't know their area code when you tell them on the, on the radio. But that's why we bring him on the area code. That's why I call him Mr. California. That's where he's from. He's one of our best. But if he feels like it, Next time he comes on, I'll let him. I'll let him push his Facebook page because he's got a lot of really cool stuff on there. It talks a lot about Big Brother, and I know all you guys are always looking for good ones. Uh, speaking of that, one of my main sponsors. I love these guys. One of my favorite people uh, and favorite uh, sites: Reality TV Chat, TV shows. Make sure you put in the TV show part of it. Uh, go over there. It's a good chat page. Uh, Big Brother official fans um, and um, addicted to Big Brother lets me post on there my show link. So. Go over there and give them some love when you come on. Uh, but first, man, let me tell you something. I was excited for Mr. California. Um, it, Mr. California is a staple of this show. You can tell. When you when you listen, you hear magic from that guy. You know it, okay? Now, there's another person that comes on here and does it right and gives us insight and... She's very helpful on this show. You know, we talk a lot when we get a chance. Of course, I've been busy. I had another child, folks. I'm busy. My, God bless my wife. She's watching two children right now. One is uh, four months, and the other one's two and a half years old. God bless her. I said, you know what? I, I won't do. I won't host. We'll let somebody else host, host this year. They wanted to ask me to come back. I was honored. But I said, you know what? Maybe we should ask somebody else to do it. Maybe I should just tell them no. She said, no, this is what you want to do. This is what you're good at, Mr. California and Miss Chicago. Y'all work great together. You need to do this show. So guess what, folks? I sent out a little message. Mr. California, he was ready to go. Miss Chicago, she was ready to go. So, folks, I want to welcome the one, the only, Miss Chicago. And Miss Chicago's got to be excited about them Blackhawks. First of all, I'm, so, I'm just happy to talk to you, Sam. I know it. I know it. I know it. You know, you get busy in your life. You do these. Sh- we do these shows, and me and Mr. California, you know, we we did them last year. We were staples of this show, you guys. We're, we're making it happen, and you kind of take a break. You know, my, I had to, I had my baby, and it just, you know, life gets busy and everything like that, but you kind of chit-chat through Facebook, but it doesn't replace talking to you guys. And I sure have missed you, and I'm glad you're back. Sam, you don't make me lose <laughs> weight. I'm eating macaroni cheese now out of a pot. My man's not happy. I have notes. No, listen, all the fans out there, I'm writing notes on Harris Cherokee Casino paper because I have notepads. Yes, this is what you brought me into, Sam. Again, with your beautiful now, are baby. you up there? Are you up there right now gambling? No, I'm in North Carolina, sitting at my home, writing notes, freaking pants. Uh, <laughs> he, 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 uh, he basically that, like, "Let's do the show." I'm like, "Okay." And my family's like, <laughs> "Are you doing I'm like, "I guess." Well, I didn't. I here's the thing, and what, what we're talking about is that. I didn't really say anything to Miss Chicago or Mr. California. I, I kind of wanted to see where they where their head was, you know, coming back to it. Because I do know it's kind of a stress to make that time and to come on. 
And, you know, I was really sweating it because I was like, you know what, I'm going to wait until we get a little closer. I'm going to let them get excited about the, about the season because if I ask them too early, they may say, well. And so I said, I'm going to wait closer to the season. That's when I'm going to start sending out messages, kind of kind of getting them into it. And thank God both of you guys, you know, said yes, and, and here you are. I hope the fans are listening because, trust me, people, this man is going to make me lose weight and stress out for three months. So <laughs> I need to lose weight and stress out for a couple of months. Hey, look, Big Brother's supposed to be stressful. It's supposed to be stressful. It's supposed to be on your edge, edge, edge of your seat the whole entire time. That's what it's supposed you to be about. Let's just get into it. My big Let's brother. Let's get into brother. it. Let's get you into it. You tell me. You tell me what you are. Do you like this cast? Or are you skeptical of this cast? Or are you happy with them so far? First of all, I have goosebumps because everything you said, I wrote notes yesterday, like I wasn't going to do the show. You know, I'm not going to do the show, but I was writing notes, which is embarrassing. Right. You're calling me out. Divine. <laughs> I all my notes. Listen, don't laugh because you're wasting time. I said she's guarded. Paranoid, and she's gonna make memories. I mean, enemies. Yeah, yeah. And you call paranoia, man. She is paranoid. And I called out the Clay and Shelley showman. Mm, oh me. yeah, yeah. The, you know, nobody. I went in touch on that. So you think you think Clay and Shelley? You you definitely see a showman involved in that one. Did you did you not hear me right now? This is why this is why I called in because you drive me insane because you know you're in my head. We know what's going to happen. Okay, first of all, fans out there listening, I hope y'all listen. I said you should be on the show. No, we should get people on the show because you called everything exactly the way I called it. I said the going to be her own worst enemy. <clears throat> Excuse me. She's going to be her own worst with paranoia, and she's very guarded. She's yes. a single you know, and... I think everything you said is wrong. <laughs> like making notes and he called it out. I'm like, I mean, you know, everything somebody said, she said, I don't believe you. And I'm thinking, it's the truth. What do you mean you don't believe? I'm like, not everybody's going to lie to you first day, you know? You know what I said, too, about Jason? He's going to annoy the hell up out of people in that I, house. I think so, too. I think so, too. I can, I, can I read he, notes and said for him? I said he's got this this. Sandy Jersey type of thing going on, and it's gonna mm-hmm. ex- ex- exaggerate it, you know, voice. It's gonna drive people yes. insane for a while. Yeah, I think it's cutesy right now, but I think it's gonna eventually just wear on everybody. His just his mannerisms gonna wear on everyone, and it has nothing to do with him being gay. It just he's very animated, and I think animated people after about two weeks you want to kill them. You know, you just you don't need that much, you know, excitement. Sam, what's going to happen is I have so many notes right now. I'll just put it out there bluntly. These okay. people that can be fans and love the show have no idea what it's like to live sequestered in a house with all these different people. Right. It's going to be insane. I think the roaster oh, yeah. has a good sense because he's older and he's stronger. I think he's going to stand, you know, up. and But I think all these females, ooh, it's going to be some jealousy, some drama. I think the boss will be a part of that because she saw that that first night, um, a, a pack or whatever alliance with people. You know, you have people coming into the house. Why don't you right. make an alliance with people when you still have eight other people that come to this home? And that, right. you know, that's not going to last. 
we we can just say do you, that do you feel like we've got stronger females than we've had in the past? I mean, are you happy? I feel um, like the females are stronger. Do you feel like they're stronger? I feel like they're stronger now. But, see, what people realize is being sequestered in the house with the same people every day and every night, it changes your dynamic as far as how you think commit to the home. Mm, yes. Absolutely like it does, yes. Because what, what happened to Joey last season? She wanted a female event, and they were like, oh, my God, no. And so we watched the scenes of everyone catering to Derek, like making him win the game. And everyone said, yeah. oh, Derek was such a good player. I don't think he was a good player. I think he was a good manipulator, and I think that he was so trusting because he was a cop that people just said, I don't care what happens. I just want him to go further. And that's right. not what Big Brother is about. Big Brother is about playing in the game. I don't think Devon, as much as I want her to go further, she's not on it because she's going to have so many insecurities. She's like you well, said, she let down her guard. And I had a lot of hopes for her. I really thought, you know, poker dealer, uh, she's going to know how to read people. She's she's going to know how to kind of work people. I, I really had a lot of high hopes for her. And then when she just came in doubting everything everybody said and the paranoia, I just thought, it's just too much paranoia too early, and I just cannot see it going well when this is done. That when they came, they knew. It's not about being a poker player or a dealer. It's about the people that you're dealing with cards to that have to, you know, right. they have to be the ones that make the decisions. And I think that she's on that. I don't know. And then we have another poker dealer, I think. We have another Well, we got a dealer. poker player. And that poker player is a multi-million dollar poker player. She's already worth right. like $2 million. Exactly. Oh, she may play really well. We I mean, do you think that she could play well, the, the poker player? I mean, do you think she has she has all the skills? I mean, she was sitting there saying, "Look, you know, I know that I, that the key to this game. What was impressive to me with her was that tonight she said, I know how important it is to have as much information, and I also know that this is a game of a lot of missing information.'" And my goal mm-hmm. is to put as much of that information together. I was blown away. I said, okay, okay, there's somebody with at least a strategy who can see how this game might be played. I got to say, I might be impressed by her a little bit. I think so, too. You know what the, the twist is going to be with the women is the showmances. And they're all attracted yes. to certain guys, <laughs> and that's going to be the yes. downfall. That's what's Yeah, gonna, and, you know, it mm-hmm. seems to always be the downfall when you come into an all-female mm-hmm. alliance. You know, yeah, these showmances really mess them up. Yeah. yeah. They let these guys yeah. come in and manipulate them, and they just go for it. And they forget about when they first came into the house how they felt. Like, all this stuff we just saw, I wish we had an ask for this, because we need an ask that, that can predict what we're going to see going in the future. It's not going to be all girls alliance. I don't see that happening. Because, you know, Everyone's going to have feelings for someone else, and it's just going to be a hot mess. But I'm, I'm interested. I'm happy about the past. Now, I think the women came in strong, but how long it lasts, we have yet to see. Because emotions yeah. involved, you know. That's a great point. That's a great point because these, so many times these guys make these girls – I mean, Derek and uh, and the girl from last, year, last season, uh, Victoria – Yes. It was the same thing. I mean, she really believed that he was going to take her to the end and she was going to win. I mean, you know what I mean? She was kind of kind of not all there. But at the same time, we've seen it happen over and over again. Guy and girl get in an alliance. 
girl believes the guy's going to take her all the way, and and he never does. And it's like they're going. You know, I believe. I think you're right. I think these alliances end up getting broken up because of of showmances and and, and emotions, and you know, yeah. and I feel like the women should be like Janelle. Remember Janelle? She was a beast. <laughs> yeah, she was vicious. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I see that in this. I'm I'm hoping for it, but I don't see it. But I'm still hoping for it. I yeah. think someone like her that says in divine. What I think she has, she's very guarded. She's very paranoid. She's not going to go far. She could go far if she lets on her guard. And I just don't see that happening. So I don't know. It's going to be an interesting summer. <laughs> who, who do you who do, if you had to pick an early winner who would you pick like just oh just an God. early winner may, this is the person I think you know what honestly I made notes tonight I think the the silent assassin who's stepping back and not really being um socially in act let me see mm-hmm. if I can find my because I don't know one think that. Um, what's this guy's name? And it's a guy, sadly. I didn't see a female. I think that um, the guy that's a nerd or whatever, he's like really, he goes home and, and plays, builds these things or whatever. Oh, are you talking he, about the wrestler? No, I love the wrestler. I do I too. I think the wrestler's going to do well. I, I really do. You know, I think he, because he, he will, you know, being competitive, number one, and stepping mm-hmm. back, everyone else, you know, it's almost like throwing darts to see what sticks. I think he's good at playing that game because he's competitive. You know, being a wrestler is very competitive. I picked him one of my one of my top three. I picked him. I'm trying to go through my notes right now, but um, I do have like people I think that go further. And sadly, I don't think Devon can be one of them because she's just got too much attitude. Then the bartender, she's just—it's gonna be a hot mess. Yeah. It's gonna be a hot mess with the female. Yeah, the Meg girl. The Meg girl's driving me crazy already. I just, I cannot stand Meg. That's the the blonde. Yeah, the, yeah I, I just can't. Yeah. I can't do it. And I saw a picture of her when she was doing her thing, and I saw the woman next to her. I think she was on the reality show before. So yeah, the girl next to her was on Survivor. So obviously, she was probably one of those that was that was um, casted, and she never tried out. She was probably. One of the people that they picked up from somewhere, but yeah, she was she's friends with somebody on Survivor, and that's how I think that's how she got on. Well, see, but I'm not thrilled with her. The thing with Big Brother is that you have to know how to play the game. You have yeah. to know how to play the game, and everyone goes on and say, "Oh, they know." And you know what? You talking about uh, uh, what the couple from uh, uh, Amazing Race? She, yes. like, you know, throw that dude under the bus as first as she. Can. She's make I think she will too. I think she's going to be vicious. I think she's going to. Yeah. I think she's somebody that somebody could pick for a top. I think you could definitely pick her top three and not be a, not be afraid of it. I think she's going to play really hard. And I think she's going to be manipulative. To make sure that she, you know, saying I'm not connected with this dude on this show, but I don't think she ever watched uh, Big Brother her life. To be honest, I don't think she ever watched the show. But I don't think either one of them. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's something either one of them have ever seen before. Now you talk, who, who who's your who's your top player? I mean, like who do you, who do you think's gonna gonna be the best player? Uh, I want to say the wrestler, and I want to say the guy from South Carolina. 
Personality, but I think a lot of people are just not going to believe that he's a dentist because he looks like he's 12. And I think he's going to make people really not trust him. I think he's well, going to be a victim of his own age. Sam, when he laughs and talks, it's going to turn him off because he's so annoying. He's That's not mine. I'm thinking a small little Asian guy from South Carolina. Oh, I'm you're talking about, yes, yeah, I love that guy, yeah. That's now, that cool. dude doesn't. He's just coming in to play as hard as he can. He's just coming in to play the game. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's. I think he's Donnie on steroids. I love the guy. I think he's gonna. I think. I think he's great. I think he's gonna win people over with his with a little bit of that southern charm type of thing. But you know, his charm is who he is because that's how he was raised. Absolutely. And they're not who they think they are. And being the right. in a house with so many different personalities is going to show their true colors. And that's what's yeah. going to take them down. I think he's you're going right. to and, and, and Yeah, you. you're right, because he's going to be one of the people that, when it comes down to it, he's going to be the exact same guy five weeks from now, ten weeks from now, than he was this week. He's going to be the same guy. He's not going to change because he is who he is. I think you're right. You're, he, you nailed he, it. Exactly. He's not going to use no charge. He's not going to be phony. He's not one of those people. He's just a natural southern boy that's going to win them over. But we'll and it's a, you know what? It's a he's a great. He's the exact kind of guy that you do want to have an alliance with because he's almost going to be honest and loyal to a fault. You know, people like that, like Donnie, they're just they're just honest. You know what I mean? They're not going to pull anything. And he's a that's great right. guy to have an alliance with. But he's not a strong player. Because he's too right. honest. You cannot be honest with that game. You can't. No. No, but you and can use him to get further. You know, he's a guy you can use to get further. Oh, Sam, this is going to be an interesting summer for us. <laughs> it really is. Now, let me ask you one question before I, before I have to get going. What do you think about the block? Were you disappointed? Well, let me ask you about the two twists. What do you think about the ten, twin twist? Are you excited about that? Or are you not excited about that? You know what? I'm so mad at you because I don't like the twin twist. I don't like it. Really? And I just think it could be good for entertainment. Said, you know, I, I think it's just good for an entertainment value. I don't think it's going to do anything for the game. I just think it could make things more entertaining. I think they're doing everything they can to try to make the game more entertaining this year because last year was very boring. Yeah. Yeah, they have to. And, and I so I think I think to... it's something they have to do, kind of. Yeah, well, let them do it. But and I don't like the uh, the B O B thing. I can't stand that. How because, did they bring that and, back? Let me why ask you, did why did they do that? Sam, they were like saying it was so popular. I'm like, with who? And That's what I said. And, and Facebook, we hate B O B because. To me, watching Big Brother from season one, it was always when you won head of household, that was it. Period. Done. Right. I don't understand how you can go head of household and then lose head of household, get voted off in the same week. That makes no sense to me. So when I, I agree. I, I don't like it. I think it's one of those things that, and, and we said it last year. We said it last year when we were talking. There's a problem there because of the time element. In the old days, you know, you would win HOH. The HOH would make would go through this couple of days 
of making deals and people coming up the HR room, room making a deal. Don't put me what? up. If you don't, I'll do this, blah, blah, blah. Then the person would put two people up. And when they put the two people up, there would still be a, hey, let me make a deal with you. Let me try to do this. Let me manipulate some votes. Then the POV, and then you would still have – there was time to manipulate the votes. There was time to kind of talk to HOH into doing something you wanted them to do to make a flip or to put their own people up or whatever. And with all this stuff, you've got like an you've got some type of competition happening every day, from Thursday mm-hmm. through Sunday, and people mm-hmm. don't have any time to talk. Sam, I hate it. I don't know why they're doing it. It's so exhausting because there's so many flips and times. It's it's going to be exhausting for us. It really will be because I think that head of household is head of household. Period. Done. Then you know you know about that head of household and all of this you could be head of household then get voted off the same week that makes no sense to me. I'm not having to think. That's I agree. Possible. That's not. Possible. I just. I think it's too much. I think it's too much for the fan. I think it's too much for the viewer. I think it's too much for the game. Yeah. I think they made a big mistake. I, I think they made a big mistake. That's a big mistake because it's too much to try to process, and you have. Two days in a row, then you have the eviction, and it's you know it, it's crazy. It's too much to process. When you're I, I, I think so. Vote. I, I think so. I think it's too much. I think it's too much to throw on the viewer to ask him to do that. And like you said, it's going to be one crazy summer. But I am looking forward to spending it with you and Mr. California. I cannot wait. And I, I appreciate you so much for calling in. And and I hope I better see you next Thursday. You will. All right. You know you're the best. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, and I will see you next Thursday. Folks, that's that's my friend. I love her to death. I mean, you know, there are, I, there, are, there are a few women in my life that I love. I love my wife. I love my mother. And I love Miss Chicago. She's the best. Okay? She calls in. Mr. California, too. They're, they're friends. I consider them friends. I, I just appreciate the heck out of them. Listen, because we're getting pushed, I'm actually going a little over. I'm going to run. i got to do one more commercial, one more commercial. Then when I come back, we're going to close it out, and uh, we're going to talk about what we think the season is going to bring. So, folks, stay tuned. In this economy, who can afford an expensive haircut or a four-year degree? Soft Lake Community College, barbering and cosmetology school, and unlicensed Give you a haircut. I really need to practice. Our degrees are two years and our haircuts are two dollars. Men's cuts, only two dollars. Barbering and cosmetology school. Your herd is only limited by your imagination and how far along we are in this semester.
Anytime something new comes along, everybody wants a bite. Don't happen overnight. So you want to be a rock superstar and live large, big house, five cars, you in charge. Coming up with the world, don't trust nobody, gotta look over your shoulder. Cause I remember the days when I was a young kid growing up, looking in the mirror, dreaming about blowing up the rock crowd, make money, sit with the honey, sign autographs, and whatever the people want from me. Funny how impossible dreams manifest in the games that we coming with it. It's just quantity. And hey, look, we know what we're what we're up for, folks. We're either going to get a good one or we're going to get a bad one. I tend to err that I think this is going to be a good one. I, I I just really do like the cast. You heard Miss Chicago. You got you got a little bit of a background from what she thought on some of the players. Mr. California kind of gave your background on what he thought about some things. I think the addition of the two amazing race players is going to be good. I really like Jackie. I think if you're playing some type of uh, pool, then Jackie's probably a really good bet. I just think she's going to be tough, and I think that she's going to be playing the game to win. Could get her in trouble depending on who's got her back. But she knows she's got Jeff. Jeff's definitely going to have her back. If Jeff gets in a good alliance, um, which is very possible, then Jeff can protect her. But, listen, I think we've got people that are wanting to play this season. Compared to last season, everybody just kind of came in, wanted to play more of a social game, didn't really want uh, Caleb, you know. But Caleb was even playing a social game. You know, God bless him, he's still playing a social game. So a lot of people are, are, came in last year wanting to play a social game, take it easy, kind of stand back and see what happens. I feel like this season they really cast it from the perspective of the first premiere. I think that they cast it people who are into playing, who want to play, who want to win. Some of these people are not really aware of the game. I think that's fine because I think we're going to have genuine people that are learning the game as they go. Um, and hopefully we'll see some backstabbing, lying, cheating, and stealing. And we're going to see some people that are actually out to win competitions. Cross your fingers and pray to whatever you believe in tonight that we're going to get two alliances in this house. And if we can get a two-alliance situation going in this house, boys versus girls or something, we're going to get a good season because anytime there's an alliance battling an alliance, the house just divides and things get better. If we go into a one more big alliance situation, it's going to be a nightmare. I can promise you that. None of us really do want it. I can promise you you think you do, you don't know what's best for you, listen to the doctor, Sam. I'm going to prescribe to you that we need more than one big alliance. Hopefully we're going to get that. I like the twin twist, not because I think it's going to be a great game thing. I just think it's going to be entertaining. And right now entertainment's important. 
I think the twist per week is going to be overwhelming. I think it's going to really drive us nuts after a while. And I agree with Ms. Chicago. I think Bow the Block is going to be too confusing. Mr. California said the same thing. It's just too much. It's just not – it wasn't fun. I don't know where they got that from, that fan favorite. They must have talked to the one guy who liked it. Uh, maybe he kept writing emails and calling in to them and telling them how awesome it was. But i got to admit, I don't know anyone that really, really was supportive of Battle of the Block. And so it's very disappointing to see it back. Hopefully they've implemented some things with these twists that are going to make it better. We're going to find out. Look, it's going to be a long, long, long summer. And we're going to have a lot of fun. There's a lot of things planned for the show that we're going to do. And, and I just want you all to enjoy it. I want you all to call in and be a part of it. Hey, you, you saw. People call in and they're put online. You know, look, Miss Chicago and Mr. California called in last year. Uh, one, of the, one of the first couple of shows. And look, they're a staple to the show. And you can be too. You can be a part of this. 917-889-7084. All you have to do is call in. You get on air. You're going to go all across the world and back again. This place uh, or this broadcast goes all the way around the world. We've got people in Australia listening. We've got people in Canada listening. It's really a broad spectrum, and, you, and your opinion is going to be heard. So please, please, please be a part of it. Go like our page on Facebook. It's the Big Brother After Show. Uh, it's the only one really going on right now. It's the best one going on right now. There's some bad ones out there you don't even want to listen to. They're embarrassing. And this is where it's at. So go on our pay- Facebook page, like us. You'll get the links. You'll be able to see background links. And uh, we're really looking forward to a great season this year. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. Cannot wait to see you. Cannot wait to see what, this, what the season brings. Right now we're going Thursday nights at 10 o'clock Eastern. It's just easier on everybody right now. If we get some demand, we'll expand. All I need you to do is just say, hey, we want it. Thanks, folks. Have a great night. Watching, 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 watching,